the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Redeemed unto good works is one of those concepts that so many of God's people struggle with, but it's truly the reason Christ came, lived, died, and rose for us. Join us today as Pastor Rander discusses how Jesus paid the price for our sins on the cross and how we should respond in this message, What a Savior. He'll be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. That's right. The agnostics going to bow. The free thinkers going to bow. The, the folk that, that, that shake their fist in the face of God, one day they're going to bow and acknowledge him, Lord of lords and King of kings, and then still bust hell wide open. Oh, my God. Number five, Jesus is the sufficient Savior. Woo! He's the sufficient Savior. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 4 and 5 says, And we have such trust through Christ toward God. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God. Beloved, Paul did not have any confidence in himself or in his own human ability, but rather his confidence was only in Christ. Beloved, if you try to find sufficiency in anything else apart from Christ, you are destined to be disappointed, you are destined to be disillusioned, and you are destined to be dissatisfied. You will not have contentment in Christ until you come to the conclusion that he alone is enough for you. You'll not have it. That's why people are restless. That's why they can't stay put. That's why they church hop all over the place. They're looking for contentment in the wrong places. Is Jesus enough for you? If he's not, you're going to have habitual discontentment. People are restless, agitated, and discontented because they are relying on cheap substitutes. Is Jesus enough for you? Listen, people are relying on their money, but money can't bring satisfaction. A lot of wealthy folk are miserable. Uh, People looking for uh, contentment and pleasure and entertainment and social media power, prestige. People are looking for contentment and popularity. Alcohol, they drink in the morning, noonday, night. They get mad, they drink. Drugs, opium, all kinds of stuff. New drugs being created. Listen, I am scared of drugs. Uh-huh. I'm going to tell you something. You need to be scared of, some of these, scared of some of these legal drugs too. 
I, I mean, uh, be wise even that I'm not saying don't take drugs, but you better be wise and take it in. Because when you see all the stuff, it, it say it will do this. But when I saw it sitting there, and blah, 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 you know, they, they, they say it real fast. It, it, it caused swimming in the head. It caused this, this, that, oh, and that. It caused fallouts and blackouts and this and blah, 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 blah. It's that blah, 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 blah. What, what, what was that? What was that? You better, man, I almost get too scared to take the medication. I said, man, I think I'm better off without it. <laughs> you have to take that by faith. It's amazing. You can see that whole list of what it does. You still take it and don't even take Jesus. Think about that. You don't even understand the prescription that the doctor wrote. Don't even understand the man handwriting. But you understand this message is clear as a bell and you walk away from it. But you take, all, you take the medicine with the side effects and hope it don't come. Oh, my God. Now, I'm not saying don't take your medication. Go on, take it. I take it, too. But you better pray for you take it, pray when you take it, and pray after you take it. Do I have a hallelujah in here? <laughs> yeah. Some of you are looking for contentment in relationships. You go from person to person, have no contentment. You get girl after girl after girl, sex, 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 beauty, beauty, beauty. I mean, you get wonderful, one wife, two wife, three wife, divorce, fourth wife, sixth wife, eight wife, divorce. That's almost like a song. Stop messing up all these women's lives. Stop messing up all these men's lives, bringing all this baggage. Listen, you go just going through a divorce, don't you hop into a marriage two days later? You're not healed yet. Matter of fact, God might want to send you back to where you were. He said, oh, pastor, don't say that. No. <laughs> That's right. Sometimes you think the grass is green on, on the other side, and when you get on the other side, you find out it's nothing but artificial turf. <laughs> Everything that glitters is not gold. So be ask God to help your marriage. Ask God to strengthen your marriage. You know what you got, but you don't know what you're getting. Be satisfied. Ask Jesus. Jesus can transform that marriage. Jesus can beautify that marriage. Jesus can salvage that marriage. Some of you don't want it, and you don't even want God to help it. You don't even pray for help. That's bad when you're too mad to pray. <laughs> Your relationships go bad, and you have no contentment. And some of you don't have contentment because of self, your own self-sufficiency. I, I got this. I'm independent. I know what I'm doing. I don't need nobody. Listen, self-sufficiency is a dangerous thing. It's a dangerous, it's, it's, and and the root of self-sufficiency is pride. And when you get, when you got so much pride that you you don't even think you need God, you really messed up and don't even know it. Only to end up, when you put all your trust in all of these things, you only end up with blasted hopes and shattered dreams. I declare to you today that our absolute sufficiency must be in the Lord Jesus Christ alone. What should give us comfort, peace, and hope is to know that the Lord's love for you is sufficient. That's right. The Lord's love for you is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. Whatever hurt hurts and pains and troubles that you're going through. Death, physical issues, circumstances you 
couldn't imagine you even find yourself in. I'm going to tell you something. God's grace, his amazing grace, is sufficient for you. When you think about how low down you used to be, how bad off you were. Now, some of you won't say amen there because you, you, you think you've been saved all your life, but you haven't. You weren't born saved. You were born lost. You were born a little heathen in need of a savior. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I'm so glad that God's grace is sufficient, that it cleaned up my mess. He sanctified me, justified me, regenerated me. That's right. I, 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 I belong to him. I'm in him. And I'm thankful today for his amazing grace. His mercy is sufficient. He, his mercy, he, he didn't give us what we deserve. And we all deserve damnation. We all deserve hell. But I thank God for the mercy of God. If it weren't for the mercy of God, we would all be consumed. I thank God for his goodness is, is, is sufficient. Goodness and mercy. Boy, it's sure good to have good. That, that, you're talking good company. You know you're in good company when you got goodness on one side and mercy on the other. Child, follow me all the days of my life. Come on, goodness. Come on, mercy. I can move now because I got goodness on my left and goodness on my right. I'm in good company. I, can, I got my marching orders and I can move forward. His provisions is enough. Don't you know his provisions is enough? Y'all got glasses on. You got all color kinds of hair on. You got, got nice shoes and ties and all kind of stuff add-ons and all kind of makeup and this and that and shoes that's hurting your feet and heels. That's why some of y'all can't worship. Get out of those shoes. Wearing them things way up there, messing up, getting bunions and everything. Cut on down so you can shout and enjoy God. That's why you can't worship. You hurting too much. You hurting too much. You hurting too much. <laughs> Provision. Let me tell you something. Oh, God. If God does not give you another thing, he's already given you far more than you deserve. Do I have a witness here? If God does not give you another thing, he's already given you far more than you deserve. I got something else that top all those things. His blood is sufficient. I'm so glad the blood of Jesus is sufficient and it still works and it never loses its power. That's right. And you know what? The blood that cleansed my grandma, my great grandma Lula and my grandma Emma and my mama Valina has cleaned up her son. I thank God for the cleansing blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can save my damned, wretched, depraved soul? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Aren't you glad for the blood? Aren't you glad that the blood is sufficient? And don't you glad you don't, there's nothing else can do but the blood of Jesus Christ, my friends. I thank God for the blood of Jesus Christ. 
I'm going to tell you something, my friends. The blood is the source of our contentment. Philippians 4.19 says, but my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. That's why you ought to be content in Christ, because he is the only one that can supply all your needs. Don't you marry a man because you think he can meet all your needs. A woman because she can meet all your needs. Nobody can meet all your needs. You're going to be unfulfilled and you're going to be lacking. I can't meet all your needs. No. This church can't meet all your needs. Some of y'all looking for the perfect church. Listen, when you join it, it won't be perfect for sure. No, no, no. This church won't meet all your needs. Only Jesus can meet all your needs. Only Jesus satisfies. What a Savior. Number six, Jesus is the sacrificial Savior. Hebrews 10, 12 says, But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins, forever sat down at the right hand of God. In the Old Testament, God required unblemished animal sacrifices to provide a temporary covering of sins which foreshadowed the perfect and complete sacrifice in the Lord Jesus Christ. Some of the animals used for the sacrifices were lambs, rams, goats, sheep, doves, and bulls, just to name a few. Animal sacrifices ended because Jesus Christ was the ultimate sacrifice above all sacrifices because he is the perfect ultimate sacrifice. So much so that John in chapter 1 verse 29, John the Baptist in John 1:29 says, Behold the Lamb! Why, why, why is he called a lamb? Because he's that perfect sacrifice. The lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world because sin came through the man, Adam, who plunged the whole entirety of the human race into sin. Then another man, not, not a goat, not a bull, we needed another man who was Christ, the second Adam, was needed to reconcile man back to God. Now, you know that because of what the scripture says. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 21 and 22, it says, For since man came death, you see, for since man came death, by man also came the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all died. That's why we died. When Adam fell, when Adam messed up, when he sinned, we all sinned. He is the federal head of the human race. Even so, in Christ, who's the federal head, all shall be made alive. This is the ultimate reason why God became man. The scripture says in Hebrews 10, 12, but this man, God, the Lord Jesus Christ, this God man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins, forever sat down at the right hand of God. After the resurrection of Jesus Christ, Jesus sat down at the right hand of God the Father because his work was forever finished. Say forever finished. Which means there will never be another sacrifice to atone the sins of the human race. Then number seven, my friends, Jesus is the forgiving Savior. He is the forgiving Savior. In Luke 23, 34, it says, Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is the most powerful declaration that our sins are forgiven. Because Christ had no sins, that qualified him to be the only person to die for our sins. 
How do you know that? Because of 1 Peter 3.18, which says, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the Spirit. My friend, the resurrection of Jesus Christ is God's guarantee to the world that Jesus' blood cleanses from all sin. We should praise God today that that despite Uh, his excruciating sufferings on the cross, humiliation on the cross, his pain on the cross. The Savior was willing to forgive. Jesus also did not allow his accusers. He did not allow his perpetrators. He did not allow his persecutors. He did not allow the Roman soldiers. He did not allow the religious leaders to prevent him from forgiving them for their heinous deeds against him as he was dying on the cross to procure their salvation if they would trust him. And my friends, we can rejoice today that we have salvation because of our forgiving Savior. That's why we have salvation, because we have a forgiving Savior. But I have a question for you. Beloved, can others rejoice? Who can rejoice today because you have forgiven them of their offenses against you? Who can rejoice because they have been set free? They are no longer in your prison, and they're no longer being held hostage by you. Who's rejoicing because you have forgiven them of their offenses against you? Why don't you go and tell them you're out of my jail now? You're forgiven. Uh, Number eight, Jesus is the victorious Savior. 1 Corinthians 15, 57 says, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus, Jesus' resurrection defeated sin, death, the grave, and Satan. Praise God, he triumphed over them all. Colossians 2, 15 says, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of, of them, triumphing over them in it. Uh, Hebrews 2.14 also says, Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death. That is the devil. God whipped the devil. Uh, He triumphed over the devil. Be encouraged because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. If we surrender and live obediently to him, he will enable us to have victory over our temptations. Uh, When you trust him and look to him, whatever kind of addictions you are struggling with, God will give you victory. This resurrected Savior will give you victory over your weaknesses, your strongholds, your depression, your discouragement. Some of you are fearful this morning over your fear. Some of you are worrying too much, even over your worry. I love Revelation 1.18, which says, I am he who lives and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And look at, show you how much in charge he is. He says, and I have the keys of Hades and death. In other words, I'm in charge. I'm in charge. I've got the keys. I, 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 I win. I, 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 I've won. Uh, I'm, I'm victorious. Number nine, Jesus is the risen Savior. 1 Corinthians 15, 20 says, but now Christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Lazarus and others who were raised from the dead, guess what? They died again. Jesus was the first to be raised. That's why he called it the first fruits. 
Jesus was the first to be raised from the dead to die no more. The resurrection of Jesus Christ also guaranteed all who die in Christ will be raised from the dead to live forever with Christ in heaven. Often in the life and ministry of Jesus, he predicted that he would go up to Jerusalem. He predicted that he would suffer and be put to death and rise again. And Jesus did exactly what he said he would do, which declared him to be God. He said, how do you know that? Because of Romans 1, 4. It says, and declared to be the Son of God with power according to the Spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. The number 10, Jesus is the coming back Savior. Ooh, he's the coming back Savior. Uh, Titus chapter 2 verse 13 says, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. While he is away in heaven, he is preparing a place for us because he's coming back again. Uh, he's, he's a coming back Savior. John 14, 1, 2, and 3 says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me, in my Father's house or many mansions as dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare, our Lord says, to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Beloved, Jesus loves you too much to leave you here in this world filled with sin. He loves you too much to leave you here in all this evil, in all this decay in this world, all the corruption in this world, violence in this world. It's a wicked world. We are the church of the living God. Let me say it again. We are the church of the living God, and we are also the bride of Christ. The church is the bride of Christ. That's why he shouts when he comes. He's excited about his bride. Jesus, the bridegroom, longs to be with his bride, the church. Are you ready? That's why he shouts. Now, I don't know what he's going to shout. He might shout, it's time. I don't know. Oh, can't wait for my bride. I don't know what he's going to shout. I don't know. I don't know, but I know he's going to shout. Let me tell you something. You ought to get excited about something. Now, some of y'all shouting about the Spurs, but you know, they, they may not win this thing. Uh, some, some of y'all shout about the Cowboys. Some of y'all shouting about the wrong stuff. But I got something to shout about. I can shout about my risen Lord. Ah, he's going to come. And the scripture says in 1 Thessalonians 4, he's going to descend. Where is he going to come? He's going to descend from heaven, which lets me know that heaven's up. He's going to descend from heaven with a shout. And when he shouts... His voice shall thunder back into the dawns of human history. And when he shout, people got to get up. When he shout, Abraham, get up. Isaac, get up. Adam, get up. Eve, get up. Get up, Daniel. Matthew, get up. Mark, get up. Luke, John, Aristarchus, why don't you get yourself up? Jason, get up. Uh, 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 Paul, get up. Martin Luther, get up. Mahalia Jackson, get up. J. Vernon McGee, get up. And all God's children, get up. And what a time. And we shall be caught up to meet him in the air. I love that old song that says, when the trumpet of the Lord shall sound for me on that bright and glorious morn his face I shall see when the saved of the earth shall gather in the air when the roll is called up yonder I'll be there I got a question for you will you be there 
Will you be there? Are you waiting for the shout? I'm waiting for the bridegroom. I'm waiting for the bridegroom. When he shouts, I will answer, and we shall be caught up to meet him in the air. I like this song that says, Hallelujah, what a Savior. Man of sorrow, what a name for the Son of God who came. Ruin the sinners to exclaim, what a savior. Bearing shame and scoffing rude, in my place condemned he stood. Sealed my pardon with his blood. Hallelujah, what a savior. Guilty, vile, and helpless we, spotless lamb of God was he. Full atonement can it be. Hallelujah. What a savior. Lifted up was he to die. It is finished was his cry. Now in heaven exalted high. Hallelujah. What a savior. When he comes our glorious king. All his ransomed home to bring. Then anew this song will sing, hallelujah, what a savior. When he comes, our glorious king, all his ransomed home to bring. Then anew this song we sing, hallelujah, what a savior. All God's children said, amen. I would like for you to bow your heads and close your eyes. If you're here today and you know not the Savior, you can't rejoice because you're not so sure that you're saved. Perhaps you're here today and you fell under conviction. You've put your will over God's will. You've been having it your way. As committed children of the only true and living God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Life on earth is not easy. Yet, even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we have joy, hope, peace, strength, and God's blessed assurance as we face trials. Best yet, we look forward to hearing our Savior say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, and eternal life with our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church. Located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas. Or call us at 210-821-5683. Join the Maranatha Bible Church family on Resurrection Sunday, April 9th, for our 8 a.m. worship celebration, children's program at 9.30 a.m., and 10.45 a.m. worship celebration as we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, What a blessing it is to know that Christ Jesus lives today and every day. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.